guys welcome back to leaning in with louise i'm louise and today i'm joined by a special guest i think my foot just clicked if you guys heard that in the background (laughs) if you guys already can tell by the title i will be talking about fitness journeys and motivation if you follow me on instagram or if you've known me for a really long time you'll know that i've been very passionate about my fitness journey throughout the last two years. I started my fitness journey around February 2018 up until now, I suppose. And my physical and fitness journey has always been a hot and cold experience, a very push and pull interest, because I always struggled with the question, who am I working out for? Am I doing it for validation? Am I trying to lose water weight for a date? Am I trying to fit in those cute jeans or that really nice dress that I saw for this party that I'm going to next week? You know, what was the reason for working out? And, you know, now it is fucking April and I have developed a very good friendship with fitness it started i think around last year summer where i slowly started to confront my inner struggles when it came to control over my fitness schedule over my diet and i have grown compassion for myself especially now because there's no gym and the only workout I can get is walking to work, doing a home workout, um, going out for walks with my family. And it's made me realize like what's the most important thing, which is overall health, but I could find health in other ways. But one thing that I've always been asked especially you know the first year of being very public about my transformation or my fitness journey is how do I get the motivation to do it you know how can I wake up at 7 30 a.m or do a 9 a.m workout or even push myself to do you know a 9 p.m workout when I've been out the whole day and it's something that I've really struggled to answer I usually just bullshit and give you very specific um answers because genuinely I also didn't know I also questioned myself and you know I thought about it a lot lately so I am going to share with you guys the five W's of fitness and overall self-care and in some of the people that would ask me these questions I would just say just put on your workout clothes and go out and just push yourself just act don't even think about it and those are the specific um answers i would give people and now i realize i've been giving you guys the wrong advice now one of the people that would always you know comment like how do you do this you're so well-rounded you do this and you do that like how and she also would comment you know You've given me motivation to do it. And this girl, this girl right here, is sitting right next to me. So let me introduce you guys to Sheena.
Louise. <laughs> Am I talking to Louise right now, Margarita? Louise. Okay. It's leading in with Louise. Oh, right, right, that's right. a different podcast. Oh, sorry. That's Moments with Margarita. Ooh, that's a good title. Just joking. I only have one. <laughs> that should be a thing, though. Maybe well, on YouTube. Trademark. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, tell us. Tell everyone how we've met, you know. Uh, we met on... Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> on Bumble BFF. When... No, just kidding, guys. <laughs> we went to the same school as Sarah, if you heard from our other episodes. Yeah. Uh, we met in grade seven. I think we didn't really get close until we went to that art appreciation trip together do you remember that oh yeah Disco- yeah Disco- discovery days okay and that's like my first memory of us really clicking discovery days is like when if for you international other international pe- school people it's like you travel to another country for a couple of days it's like a, or it's like a week for students to discover volunteer work or something like yeah, that. yeah. experiential learning basically yeah. we learned we met then yeah no, we met in class, but we clicked then because we were like the only two people. Oh, yeah. Would, but we had classes together. Yeah. But you were more with like Sarah, though. Like I wasn't really close with you guys then. Mm-hmm. But not until that trip where I, we really got to bond because, you know, you had to settle for me. And we were now our relationship is, was has been on and off, I feel like. Yeah. In phases. But now mm-hmm. we're pretty chill. Pretty yeah. close. Because yeah. we go to the same uni now. And mm-hmm. I think we... Like, we would talk, like, online on and off, but ever since we went to the same uni, that's when we started, like, talking more regularly and things like that. And, like, getting to know each other, getting to know how actually crazy I am. Yeah, I mean... You've learned so much about me within the past two years. Like, just her stories, I I, I feel like I'm a pretty... Chill. Chill person. Vanilla? (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that premium shit. Yeah. No, but I, I think I live vicariously through you. Yeah, I remember telling her one time, like, I sort of psychoanalyzed myself. Do you remember? We're at Pacific Coffee, and I just told them, I told you, like, just my relationship with boys and men. Okay. And then, you know what she said? She said, wow, you're so fucked up. (laughs) That's what she said to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, because you went in deep, like, your childhood. That was when I was, like, actually getting to know myself. Oh, okay. So, you know, you, you were there. You, you... You were there the moment I lost my self-awareness virginity. (laughs) But, yeah, so Sheena is going to talk to me and talk to us about her fitness journey and sort of participate in Mm my five W's of health Mm -hmm. and self-care. And I'm doing it in a very interview style, so sorry if it sounds very, uh, not professional, but... Like, very structured? Yeah, very staged, because it's supposed to be. Okay. (laughs) But Sheena has always been, I told her this, she's always been a very active and athletic classmate of mine, at least for me, because I wasn't, and she would always be the fastest in, like, PE, like, when we would do running, and she would be, like, sweating, and I would just be, like, there sitting and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Like, and that's, like, my impression of her. It was, like, super sporty. Mm-hmm. She was always down to do anything during PE lessons. Mm-hmm. And even now, like, she's been in the gym for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we are also on the same self-love journey. For sure. And in terms of, like, finding motivation and why we're working out and everything. And I just wanted to sit down with her because I actually don't know what made her want to go to the gym so I'm going to ask her the five 
W's. We'll find out together. Because as I she told, also doesn't know. Yeah, because like I'm not the type to reflect on things till I'm like put on the spot. So mm-hmm. I think this is a good. So if you haven't really reflected on your own fitness journey or just like terms of motivation, you like don't, you don't know where to start. Don't know where to start. Listen and reflect. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to ask Sheena a couple of questions and we'll nervous. just, she's nervous. Um, I'm nervous too. I don't know how it's <laughs> going to go or how long we're going to talk for, but we'll see. But I'm just going to ask you, Okay. Um, have you always been active even, even as a child? Um, I think I wasn't active actually till grade seven because I went to school, primary school in the Philippines mm-hmm. and the public school system isn't that good so there was really no like set PE curriculum so I didn't know that I had like that I was but were a you active as a child I, I mean I feel like I was as active as any other child like I loved running I like going out in the fields and mm-hmm. digging holes and being under the sun and biking. but you weren't into any sports like you never joined any sports not until high school no until how old were we like 11 11 12? 11 years old yeah. that's when I left right 11 yeah. years old um so what kind of learner are you I am a, well, throughout, like, high school, and because our school was very into, like, the types of learner that you are, I've mm-hmm. learned that I am a very kinesthetic learner, and yeah. I do best by learning, uh, by doing. Yeah, and she's a bio yeah. student, so there's a lot of, like, experiments, bio. and you like those, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's the reason why I went into it, just because I like doing things. Interesting. You know, I actually guessed if what kind of learner you are. I just assumed you're kinesthetic because <laughs> you're so sporty, and, like, you're into the gym, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I think she's kinesthetic and... I think it, it makes sense because um, of your career choice mm-hmm. or like your uni, your uni choice, isn't I mean, it? Kind of, I mm-hmm. guess to a certain extent. Because I feel like we'll, 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 we're both going to be teachers, right? Yeah. And I feel like teachers are lifetime learners. I know this isn't like part of the podcast or like what yeah. we're talking about. But I feel like even teachers are kinesthetic learners because we even learn from our students by teaching them or by doing things with them, right? Yeah. So, when did you start going to the gym? Like, the first day that you went to Goji. She's in Goji. So, if Goji, if I ever get famous and Goji's listening, <laughs> sponsor me, okay? <laughs> Just joking. Just joking. Actually, I didn't go to Goji at first. Where'd you go? Physical? I went to YMCA. So, like, your local... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like, your local YMCA fitness facility. Like, mm-hmm. the $45 one that you pay and you're only there for two hours. Yeah. And so uh, I think I started in 2014, 2015, like straight out of high school. Um, it was a period in my life where I was very uncertain about literally everything in my life. Like it was after high school and then I didn't apply to university. So I was having a gap year. So it was just became part of your everyday routine, is it? No, it, it, it was more of something that I needed to do for myself to feel like I could control something, you know. So that being said, how... You know, after a workout, how did it make you feel? Like, give me an adjective, an emotion. Cathartic. Cathartic? Yeah. Wow, cathartic. <laughs> I was thinking she'd say happy, hot, confident. But she she drops the word cathartic. because yeah, for me now, I think because my fitness journey has... Proof from, uh, from has moved from, like, being such a learner and being uncomfortable with myself to being, like, a little bit more confident and knowing what I want and knowing what I'm doing... And it's now I use it as a tool to like release stress and things like that. So you think it's part of coping? Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. Do you think it's um, coping from negative things you're avoiding or coping because it feels good for you? I think it's yeah. both. Like it's avoidant. Like yesterday I worked out for like an hour and a half instead of studying. I called it productive procrastination mm-hmm. because I didn't want to do work and it, it was like that was me coping with it in a negative way, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then also I, I work out because I like to feel like I've accomplished something that day for myself. But it's, does it always have to be the gym or fitness? Like, it has to be something active. That's just me, though. Like, that's my preferred way of releasing stress is fitness. And, I mean, so your preferred way of self-care is yeah. the gym? Yeah. You wouldn't self-care by taking a bath? I don't have a tub. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, like... <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I would if I had a tub, but I don't. Okay, take a shower, then. Fuck. <laughs> No, going to the beach. You go oh, to the beach. Yeah, cut off to Dr- my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the summer, I love that too. I mean, mm. I think. Be- okay, the gym became my way of coping with like stress and things like that because I wasn't too open with sharing my emotions or the things that I was going through with friends. Mm-hmm. And I think the more I allowed myself to open up, then I was more comfortable of like sharing my experiences outside of the gym. Interesting. So it helped you express more. Yeah, is is that weird? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think everyone does that in a way. But hearing yeah. it, you know, yeah, I've never heard that before. I mean, yeah, because I also went into the gym because I wasn't happy with myself. I feel like that's a lot of why. Because okay, I, like, were you ever bullied? You know. I mean, mm, did you ever feel like you had to change? I feel like I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't even feel like I had to change something. But why, though? Because I was in, like, a situation where I thought that if I looked a certain way, this certain person will would like me more or give me more attention or... Did it work? No. Yeah. You hear that, no. guys? It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's worth a shot. <laughs> I was hoping. I mean, as, a, as a young teenager, I feel like everybody goes through that, you know? Yeah. It's like, if I try something else, then maybe, maybe mm-hmm. he'll, he'll look at me a different way, but it didn't. And I'm fine with that, and I'm glad. It was like a learning curve. What parts of you did you want to change? If you physically, like, practical answer, like, not emotional, physically. Like, money-wise? Like, if I had the money? No, yeah, if the money or if the gym really could change and alter our bodies, what would you, or what did you want to change? Anything that you were insecure about? If any plastic surgeons are, 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 are listening. Are listening in right now? I'm a great before for a, for a, for a breast implant. A breast implant. All right. Yeah. That, and, I think, like, that's, I, cause, so you're yeah. overall quite confident then with your body. Like, in high school, you never wondered, I wish I will, you know, besides the arms, or, like, my butt, or my legs, or my stomach, Besides or... the, bo- the boob thing, not really. Because, like, I was, a, I grew up skinny, so, like, the, I was bullied for being too skinny. Uh-huh. And I feel like, during that time, being, quote-unquote, skinny... Was okay. Was, like... It was okay. Yeah, it was, like, what people aspire to be and I remember we had this friend who would be like oh my gosh Sheena your thigh gaps are like amazing don't ever change that her thigh gaps yeah yeah and 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 like that as a young teenager I was like you know what I was like yeah 
I don't need a change. I have great legs. I have a nice thigh gap. There's really nothing. But you still felt insecure. Well, yeah. And you still went to the gym. I went to the gym after. But you still did it for some validation, is it? No. I mean, no. Or like any gratification that you could get from it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? Is that... (laughs) It does make sense. Yeah, I just... It was interesting because... What you said about you being too skinny. Yeah. And there's now such... I mean, you were too skinny, but that was okay back then. And now it's like too skinny now is a bit of a problem or not the normal anymore because everyone wants the ass. Mm -hmm. And Sheena actually works her butt off literally to have a booty, which is very interesting. I feel like comparison to my... To my um, journey of my fitness. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because we're such at opposite spectrums, I feel like. Yeah. Honestly, I'll go into my... Well, she's going to ask me a couple things about my fitness with the five W's. Notice how I've asked, like, what, where, or, like, why. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to do the same. But if you saw Sheena and I, like, when we were younger and also now, we have completely different physiques. Mm-hmm. And we have different back... like. Uh, fitness backgrounds mm-hmm. and we have different motivators but we have both felt very insecure and we've mm-hmm. both worked for our bodies somehow for validation mm-hmm. somehow as a coping skill mm-hmm. and would you say you are on the journey of self-love definitely and I didn't realize that I was I thought I was just doing it for funsies or like yeah. to get an ass I also thought she was for a while I just thought oh Wow, so easy for you to just like get gain an ass. Well, I gotta like do so much to like get somewhere. But, oh no, but you are. Oh, for sure. I still am. I like I. The more I talk to my friends about it, and the, I've allowed them like to open up about what, what I'm struggling with, whether it's like personally or like relationship wise, that has made me realize that in the past I was struggling, but I didn't even realize that I was. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. And she's going to actually ask me now a couple of questions, so let's get, let's get to it. Okay, so it's my turn to ask you questions about mm-hmm. your fitness journey. So let's just start off with, like, how or when did you seriously start working out? I started working out January, February 2018, so it's been two years mm-hmm. since my proper fitness journey. And then, but why did you decide to go on that journey? Um, I just left a relationship and Mm -hmm. it was the one thing I took control of. Mm -hmm. Um, it was the one thing that I could decide if I wanted to do it or not. I didn't have anyone, you know, telling me you should do it. So, so I was just like, I'm going to go. And, you know, I was already losing a bit of weight. I don't like saying that, but I was losing weight Mm -hmm. and it gave me more confidence and I took it seriously. I had a lot of, um, validation and from who, from everyone. Mm-hmm. everyone noticed and you know I felt proud because I was actually doing it because I wanted to for sure um I know I've been on I've I've lost weight before but that one I felt like wasn't healthy this one was you know I obviously I was cautious about like what I ate mm-hmm. I still paid attention to that but I still went out I still had pizzas I still had burgers but still enjoyed I, life. I, I enjoyed life but I did have a problem with the control what do you um, mean? Because 
you know, it's like I couldn't not work out. I had to work out. I worked out for mm. six days a week, every week. Okay. And I really had to plan it out. Otherwise, I would feel anxious. I would feel like I would let myself down. Yeah. I became a perfectionist when it came to my fitness journey. And that's how I got the body I had before. Like, I was pretty toned at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, I look, at, look back at pictures and I was like, oh, my God, you really did that. <laughs> but, Yeah. So how has that, like, changed to who you are now and, like, your routine and what motivates you now? Well, there is a pandemic, (laughs) so (laughs) I don't have the gym. I really miss the gym. Same. When the gym closed, it was January 29th for me. Oh, wow. She remembers the date. I remember the date. date. (laughs) What time? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. What, what am I going to do? Like, I had a whole plan of, you know, getting back into fitness, being lean, being toned for this year. Like, 2020 was our year. That was the plan. That was the plan, like everyone else's. But that, like, you know, flew out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, I'm just, I mean, the way I work out, like I said in the intro, I go for walks with my family. Or I do home workouts. And the home workouts for me took me, I think, two months after the virus to get into really seriously like for I think a month and a half I was just laying around the mm-hmm. home and I got really depressed because I wasn't doing anything active and I realized like you have to stay f- active somehow mm-hmm. what is it called endorphins is it yeah endorphins yeah. right I had the hormones to, that yeah but it. I didn't and it made me really stressed uh, and really anxious and doubted my self-worth again do you think you have a good relationship with fitness now yeah i said that in the intro weren't you listening no (laughs) (laughs) i do not no but like explain like what do you mean you have a healthy relationship okay well it started last i would say like it sort of started last year around after summer maybe like right after i turned 23 Mm -hmm. because you know i was i had other priorities Mm -hmm. and before that when I started my priority was my body like I wanted to feel good I loved the confidence I got and it was my number one priority that and work but you know as a person you should always be evolving you should always change up Mm -hmm. you know your interests and it can't always be gym obviously no offense to anyone who's like a personal trainer or like (laughs) that is their life but you know for someone like me it's never been Mm -hmm. it's never been my life and you know I got into I had more work Mm -hmm. and I liked that I was in uni my final year and I also wanted to see friends like I made effort to see my friends weekly and if I felt too tired to work out I wouldn't work out yeah and that's and I used to think like if I didn't work out today or tomorrow I would gain so much weight and I think it's a problem that a lot of girls have Mm -hmm. that we think that if we don't work out because we are too tired. We're just going to gain the weight back tomorrow. Or if we have, you know, a burger and fries and some alcohol with our friends, mm-hmm. we have to work 10 times harder the next day because we ate so much. But for me, you know, I lived my life properly this time. Mm-hmm. And I sort of let go of that control that I had in the first year of working out. Mm-hmm. And now I've just been like more compassionate, compassionate with myself. Like, there's a virus like what do you expect me to be you know lose 20 pounds during a virus no that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. so but i think right now a lot of people who are thinking of going into fitness expect a lot from themselves right off the gate 
like they expect that they'll be losing 5k immediately or like if they work out five days a week they have to continue that for the rest of their lives or else mm-hmm. something bad will happen but then like a fitness journey is a journey you'll have ups and you'll have downs and i think the most important part of it is just keeping at it yeah yes you miss like a week it's not the end of the world mm-hmm. as long as you keep that routine i think i mean working out is a lifestyle like it's not your life it should not like your life should not surround be surrounded what it your life should not be, be what am i trying to say fitness should not be your life yeah there we go fitness yeah, should not you be can't your life rotate around it the yeah, whole time you can't i think it's a very unhealthy relationship if you schedule your life based on your like, yeah it's kind of like a relationship like you can't always see your partner every single yeah. day like you'll you'll I wouldn't say burn out, but... No, definitely. For sure. They'll be sick of it. It's like, oh, I haven't been seeing any results. This is not working. This isn't for me. And they give up altogether. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, keeping at it. I think it's, like, baby steps at first. Yeah. And then I feel like because also social media has been such a prominent, like, influence on people. Mm-hmm. They think, like, oh, if I did this girl's workout, I will look like her in, yeah. like, a week. And that's something, like, I also, with this episode that I wanted to um, express is that you know when I did my fitness journey a lot of people really looked up to me and I felt good like Mm -hmm. I felt like I was a role model for people who wanted to lose weight and lose body fat or go to the gym and I got a lot of questions and I just felt like I was not superior but had this privilege to Mm -hmm. say like oh you should do this and you should do that but I think I was being unfair I don't think I was at that moment, really understanding what it meant to be on a self-love journey. Because I also questioned myself, like, I do want to love myself, but I doesn't mean I have to change. Like, you know, if you change yourself, it doesn't, does that mean you don't love yourself? And I was really conflicted. Like, am I really body positive? Do I really stand for what I believe in? Like, am I, do I have integrity when it comes to my journey and what I'm sharing with people? Because I really, you know, I would post transformation pictures mm-hmm. and you know, I would see posts on body positive platforms that said, stop romanticizing or like uh, focusing so much on transformation pictures because you, the before picture is like, it has this like negative connotation towards it. Like you, like you can't love yourself but in this body, so you have to have an after body. Mm-hmm. And that's why I stopped. Like I actually have stopped doing that now. Interesting. Okay. All right. Because I just felt like I was giving the wrong message. And I, it was for me to really understand. Like, that's why I've stopped now. I mean, I still look back. And obviously, for fun, I might. But always do, like, a disclaimer that that isn't what I'm pro- trying to promote. I take before and after pictures as, like, not so much of seeing the ne- like the before picture as, like, what you shouldn't look like. But more of celebrating that person's journey on reaching the after. Because, mm-hmm. like... A change should be celebrated, I feel like, especially if you did it in a very healthy way and that you're very happy with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think also with social media, we tend to judge people based like purely on their appearance. And if that photo was like opposite, I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, well, that's not what it's that's not what a healthy change should be. But also change should also come from within. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you work out and you just happen to lose weight, I think that's just a byproduct. It's not like yeah, the and you don't product. have to like go to the gym. Like if you're doing something and, and you're happy in that moment, mm-hmm. and you happen to you know lose body fat or yeah. gain fat or you know gain muscle, and you are genuinely happy, mm-hmm. then that's the right body for you. For sure. Uh, 
But yeah, I still do struggle with validation before. What about now? Um, obviously, I worry like if I gain weight during this pandemic. Um, or if I don't do a home workout, will I feel sluggish? Like, that's the thing I'm worried about now is, like, it's affected my mental health. Like, I don't... Mm. Because I did in gym for one and a half months beginning of this year, I got really sad, and I, you know, I didn't... I wasn't active, and I'm just scared. Like, I don't want to go back into, like, crying every day or feeling, <laughs> like, feeling, like, lazy. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, no, I don't think I struggle with validation. I could care less now. That's good. And, you know, that's another podcast, but... <laughs> No, but I think, yeah. like, it, even if you haven't worked out in, like, a month, I don't think that's, like, a loss. But do you worry, though, like, if you don't work out? It's not more... I don't worry. It's more of I feel uncomfortable. Just because I feel like my body is so used to moving that even now, I've actually gone into yoga, thanks to my friend Sarah over there. Like, she taught me, or, like, the whole practice taught me how to just slow down and be present in the moment. Because yeah. I feel like working out is, like, very fast-paced, heavy lifting whereas yoga is really slow focusing on like your breath and being present in the moment and I think that especially with this pandemic is what I've been learning I mean it's not like super it's not a high intensity workout but it's still a workout in itself it also involves like the mind with it too so would you say at this moment as a 24 Mm -hmm. year old that you are as a woman (laughs) as a woman are you confident? Would you say you're fully confident in yourself? In my physical self? Yeah, physical. Uh, yeah. You know what? I've been making changes. I've been like challenging myself every so often, and I think I'm pretty confident. Do you get insecure still? Of course. I feel like... Which days do you get insecure? Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's a comedian. <laughs> and then... <laughs> No, I think, like, there are those days where, like, for me, I thrive when the sun shines. And when the sun is is shining, I feel so confident in myself. Like, yes, I'm more motivated to work out. And, like, days like today when I have a lot of work to do and I don't have time to prioritize what I like or, like, taking care of myself, whether that's stretching or, like, combing my hair, that's when I feel, like, quite insecure about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Are you confident? She's a confident woman. I am, but sometimes, obviously, like yeah. every other person, I do still struggle, like stretch marks and like because my body no, <sighs> because my body has been through so much. I've we have different body types, but yeah. honey, I feel like we I have more stretch marks than you. No, ha- my boobs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like. <gasps> Hi. How many children have you been feeding? Oh my god. My mom is that too with my legs. Like sometimes I wear short shorts at home. She's like, oh my gosh, you know what happened to your legs? Like why do you have so many stretch yeah. marks? And like I'm sometimes unsure of my tummy because like obviously it's like there's like loose skin and like it's mm-hmm. up and down. And I don't know. I just feel like because you said, you know, like I said again, Sheena and I are very different mm-hmm. people, different women. Um, we are different women um, with different fitness journeys journeys and And like motivations behind even our body shape completely different yeah (laughs) but she still struggles with insecurities yeah i feel like everybody does and i think that's what we have to remember that you're not on this journey by yourself you know and i and i want to speak to like a population of girls who are somewhat like me like we're not um originally 
athletic we're not you know we're not kinesthetic we're, we don't like to run and I'm not I'm not I'm naturally like I don't want to work out like I would rather just sleep all day mm-hmm. but you know you have to stay active somehow but you know for the population of girls who grew up big or bullied I'll admit like I'm jealous of you I'm jealous of Sarah I'm jealous like all my skinny or quote-unquote skinny friends are like you know because you guys never you know it's perspective now you never had to go through like boys calling you names when you're younger and I feel like that you're too skinny now you know no there's like this whole other controversy with a controversy with fat shaming and uh thin shaming and that's another topic which I'm not going to get into right now because I feel like that would be another podcast but you know, it's 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 a it's a lot harder for girls who especially were overweight when they're younger, and then you know trying to be friends with girls or guys who are of different sizes because mm-hmm. we all have our insecurities. And for me, like if I hear a girl a friend of mine say, "Oh my god, I'm so fat too," like I can't even fit in this, and I'm just sitting there, you know, thinking, "What are you talking about?" Like you're fine, you know, and I want to just sometimes like, not you, but <laughs> I have come across girls like this growing up, like they complain like their stomach is fat, their arms mm-hmm. are flabby, and I'm just like, are you joking? Did they, did, did those guys bully you? But you know? I think you shouldn't like disregard their exactly too though. And this is something that I'm learning now is that, yeah. you know, talking to you, you still have your insecurities. I got and, plenty more where that came from. And maybe some of them aren't physical. Yeah. But you do have them, and it's still like it's a work in progress. It is universal, like it's insecurity is universal. Like everyone has it, yeah. and I have friends on Instagram, and I have friends from high school that are so gorgeous, and like every guy used to like them, and they were, had crushes on them. And I know I'm not the only one who felt jealous, but I was like, oh my god, they get everything. They get so many likes on Instagram. <laughs> You know, guys just wanted, Yeah. guys just admired them. Mm-hmm. And I was never like that. And I had one girl, a friend of mine, we're not super close, but we're close enough. She was uh, messaging me on Instagram DM mm-hmm. and she was just talking about her self-love journey and her problems with validation with um, an ex of hers. And mm-hmm. we were both reflecting back and forth. And sometimes I'd roll my eyes back thinking like, what are you talking about? Like what like how can you not see like you're so yeah perfect right mm-hmm. but she can't see that and I was also my journey of self-love and I was trying to really empathize with her like insecurities happen to everyone and mm-hmm. it's just unfair that you know girls bash on each other girls get intimidated with each other because we are of different sizes but friends come in different sizes yeah and I think it's just because nobody really talks about it and I think that's why it's really great that you've brought this up in this podcast yeah it's because like people need to hear like well they probably know but they need to be reminded that because there is a lot of hate yeah and like comparison like oh like like especially from guys yeah they're like oh she's too skinny she's too Mm -hmm. fat like I want this and that to make this and we are busy here hating on each other like (laughs) skinny people and um, I wouldn't say fat people, Not but so. I would say people of different sizes mm-hmm. hating on each other. Yeah. And it's not fair that we do. I think we should have a conversation and learn about it because For everyone sure. is human. We all have our insecurities. Yeah, and no matter what they are or what size. They yeah. are. Do you have any other questions for me? Anything you want to know? Um, do you think that you're 
workout journey has transformed you from the outside in or from the inside out? Ooh, it's not like it was scripted when you asked that. <laughs> my publisher was like pinching my leg to ask you. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it's definitely outer to inner because mm-hmm. my whole life has been about my physical appearance. You know, from when I was, you know, five, seven years old, like from my other podcasts that I have, you know, my physical journey, my fitness, the way I look will always be a struggle. I know if I ever have kids, if I ever I'm pregnant, you know, whatever, you know, how I am going to, you know, how I'm going to look like in five years, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to struggle with it because that's just, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. And it doesn't mean I'm like, I'm expecting the worst. It just means these are things I'm going to have to work on to ensure that I don't fall back into the path of self-hate. So I would definitely say it's outer to inner most of, most of mm-hmm. all right now. Cause I had to, I had to go through that validation phase of like working out to get to where I am, and now I'm not really working out, but mm-hmm. still finding ways to practice self care. So yeah, I think now it's inner to outer, if anything. But definitely for my for my whole life, it was outer to inner, and now I feel like I'm trying to learn to be more compassionate towards oh, others sure. and yeah. myself. I think so, that's the same for me too. Like yeah. I started working out because I was very insecure about myself. And then by seeing how strong my lanky body was or mm-hmm. how much strength I've built, I think that really like boosted up my self-confidence. And mm-hmm. because of that, I, w- I was it, like, it translated to like my work, my social life and my relationships where I was more comfortable in myself and spending time with myself and presenting myself to other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think inner to outer individuals like, how would I say that? People who can't really physically go out mm-hmm. and work out. So, for example, let's pretend you have an injury. Mm-hmm. You break your leg and, you know, it doesn't matter if you were already an athlete before, but you break your leg and it enables you from going out, being active. Obviously, you're going you're gonna to face physical changes and, mm-hmm. you know, you'll feel insecure because you're not staying fit or your leg's broken. How am I going to look like? Mm-hmm. So I think the inner work... And that would be, you know, understanding that. Understanding your circumstances mm-hmm. and, like, knowing that it gets better from here. Yeah. And I think that's what we forget that sometimes if we're at the lower lowest point in our lives, we think, like, this is it. Yeah. But we forget, like, there is a rainbow at the end of... What's that saying? There's a... Rainbow at the end of... There's a silver lining, isn't there? <laughs> There's a pot of gold at the end of... I don't know, whatever. There's you a leprechaun in the end of with the gold, Anyways, right? Anyways, yeah. That, it, there's always good that comes out of yeah. terrible situations. No so if are. you want to know if you're an inner or outer work kind of person, ask yourself the five W's and let me just list them out to you one more time and you guys can practice it while I say it on this podcast. Just want to say thank you so much to Sheena for coming to talk with me today about fitness journeys and motivation. As you guys can tell, we are both very different women. We have different backgrounds, different physiques, different stories about our fitness journey. And there are things that she's confident about and things I'm not. There's things that I'm not insecure about and things she is. And we both come from a different self-love journey. But at the end of the day, we've also felt very insecure. And I don't want any girls or guys to ever dismiss, you know, how they look 
or the person next to them because you guys are of different sizes because that is not true. You should not be fighting or be jealous of each other rather than talking with each other and communicating and building this bridge of compassion and also inclusion, which is what my podcast is all about. So ask yourself now, like, what do I really want to start a fitness journey or where can I get motivation? And I'm going to give you the five W's to ask yourself. So ask yourself first, who? Who are you working out for? Who is telling you to change? Is it social media? Is it an influencer that you came across? Is it a boyfriend? Is it a partner? Is it a family member, a friend? Who are you working out for? Are you seeking validation from someone else? Because if the answer is yes, and it's not because you want to, you genuinely want to, then you need to work on something else and it's not fitness. The next one is what? What does working out make you feel? Does it make you feel good or does it make you feel worse? When you get off the treadmill or when you finish weight training or you finish your run or you finish yoga or Muay Thai or boxing, do you feel good? Do you feel like you've accomplished something in your day? What is your physical goal or what is your mental goal? You know, understand your inner and outer work and the order that you go through. The next question is when? When did I start wanting to work out? This is a very practical question. You could ask yourself, was it when I was 17? Was it after high school? Was it during college? Um, Is it after I had a baby? You know, ask yourself, when did I start wanting to work out? Because then you could figure out certain triggers. And when will I make the time to work out? When you ask this, you will also question your priorities and your commitment. If working out to you isn't a priority and you have other things to do that are more important, then stick with those. There are other ways to take care of yourself. The next one is where. Where am I in the journey of self-love? As I said, there are five stages. Ask yourself, can you identify with any of these five stages? Because then it will tell you exactly what is making me want to work out. Also ask yourself again, where are my priorities? Last one is why. Why do I want to change? Will it make me happier? Why will it make me happier? Will it help me love myself authentically? And a practical question of why do I want to change or why do I want want to work out is do I have any pre-existing health conditions? Am I injured? Um, do I have hormone imbalance? Ask yourself, like, you need to know these questions before you go on a fitness journey because you don't have to feel obligated to work out because everyone else is doing it. And I should have, you know, expressed these, these beliefs before, but I know better now. And, you know, everyone thinks that self-love is fitness and it's highlighted across social media and I definitely highlighted it highlighted that way that when when I started working out I started to love myself and yes it's true but it isn't the end all of everything um fitness is a form of self-care self-love and self-care are related but they're completely two different things and the way you take care of yourself will determine if you really do love yourself so there are other ways to care for yourself than just fitness. 
So ask yourself those five questions that I just listed out. And I hope, you know, when you answer those, you'll be able to realize the real reasons why you want to start a fitness journey or why you don't really need it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and that what I have to say, you know, you could relate to. Um, Thanks again to Sheena for joining us and tune in till next time. Bye.